everyone, and welcome to Jackie's Quilting Chronicles, episode number 28. Today, you're going to have a really nice um, listen-in, because I have a special guest with me today, Judy Niemeyer of QuiltWorks.com. She is known uh, around the world, actually, for her paper piecing uh, patterns and techniques. She does a lot of spikes and curves, and I'm sure if some of you have read my blog, you've seen um, some of the patterns that I've made. Judy. I've taken several classes with her and I'm actually here in her home state of Montana for a retreat this week that she's going to be teaching at. So it's really nice to be here in Montana and it's really nice to welcome Judy in. Morning Judy, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. It's a nice rainy day in Montana. You were supposed to order up nicer weather. I think there's supposed to be good weather the rest of the week though. We'll see what happens. So So I I think a lot of my listeners might be really interested to hear a little bit of background on you because I know um, about how I feel about making your patterns. I really enjoy making them and and, um, seeing the new things that you come out with every year. Um, But a little bit of background about maybe how you got into quilting first, like how long have you been quilting and how did you actually get into it? Well, I actually started quilting back in the 70s. Um, The very first quilt I made was baby quilt for my daughter. And then I just started making baby quilts and selling them while my husband was going to college. And then we got into, I got into making big quilts. And we did a lot of hand quilting. Um, I used to hand quilt. And when I was raising my kids, we hand I shouldn't say we, I hand quilted over 500 quilts. 500? Yeah. Wow. And then we started, then I started working at the quilt gallery in Kalispell, Montana. And we started doing design work there. And it just kind of went from there. Now we do the, um, all of our patterns are designed on AutoCAD. Mm-hmm. Um, my son does all the AutoCAD work. And... And, and it just keeps going. But when you, you know when you started um, quilting, you said you did hand quilting, but you didn't hand piece your quilts. You machine pieced, correct? We did machine piecing yes, and some hand piecing. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Did you did when you first started quilting? Did you do paper piecing or did you do traditional yeah. piecing? It was all traditional piecing and um, a little bit of hand piecing. Basically, what I did is I took in a lot of custom work and finished up other. work. Uh, quilt tops that other people mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. and um, from there we just one day I started working at the quilt gallery and got into doing design work and and it just kind of went from there. So when you did started doing the design work did you go right from traditional piecing to paper piecing or was it kind of a smoother transition than that? Or No it was like an overnight decision. <laughs> When I first, when I saw the first um, process for paper piecing, I realized that that was a very accurate way to create any type of a New York beauty block. Mm -hmm. And so I started messing with it. Um, We started drafting up our own designs at the shop. Um, Those were all done by hand. Some of them were close to accurate. Some of them weren't even close to being (laughs) accurate, but that's all we had back in the early 90s. We didn't have the technology that we have now. How did you, you, if you were like selling those patterns, how did you actually end up reproducing them so that other people could? 
Well, when we first started, we weren't selling them. Um, We were just kind of making them. Mm -hmm. And then we started, um, the gal that owned the shop would actually draft them out on paper. Then we would photocopy them. Then we would glue and paste them onto some paper, and then they would build templates out of them. And that was the process of reproducing something back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Now you design it on AutoCAD. And the accuracy and, is much Right. We better. don't do any cut and paste stuff. It just goes from one computer system into another computer system, transferring files. There's no distortion. Mm-hmm. And it's all printed on a printing press, which is the most accurate way of printing anything that you can print. Was there some evolution, though, when you started with the AutoCAD? Um, the- you know, of your process. I know um, from doing your patterns for a little while that you've you've gone through some, you know, tweaking of it throughout the years. Um, well, when we first started designing foundation paper piecing, we just designed paper piecing like anybody else would design a block. And after teaching for several years and trying to solve problems from my students where a lot of points came together. We started taking traditional, what you would call traditional patterns and traditional paper piecing patterns, and we started floating the points. And we started trying to figure out ways to make all the blocks come together easier so that they laid down flatter. Mm -hmm. Because when you get too many points coming into one point, your block gets really lumpy. And so you... We just started working our designs, and that's kind of where all of our patterns have gone. Is It's more of an engineered block than it is just a traditional paper piece. Can block. you explain? I know, I know what you mean by floating your points, and so, a lot of people who might not have uh, been paper piecing or have never tried it might not understand what floating the points mean. Can you explain that concept? A floating point. If you think back to traditional piecing, when you draft up a block, you always bring all of your designs and all of your connecting points out to the seam line so that when you sew from one block to another, everything touches. With a floating point, what you do is you set back all those points anywhere from a quarter of an inch to a half an inch. Sometimes you can set them back three or four inches. You can change each point so that they set back. One will set back at a quarter of an inch, one will set back at a half an inch, one at three inches. It depends on the look you're after. And what it does is it spreads out your seam allowances so when you actually finish your block and you put two blocks up next to each other, none none of the seams come together, but you don't lose any points. Your blocks lay down really flat. You don't have to worry about all the bulk that is created in the seam allowances because you don't have seams overlapping each other and stacking on top of each other as much. I think, and I think that's a fantastic way because you hear a lot of, you know, a lot of quilters when they're traditional piecing, like even a star block, and you have uh, several patterns out that have just stars in them, and you set those points back as well. And people are always afraid, I think, when they're traditional piecing, uh, that they're going to chop those points off on the star and they won't have a star anymore. Um, and I think that that's a great way to remedy that by moving yeah. those points in. The The biggest thing with the stars is when you think of a floating point, some people will think, well, it would ruin the effect of the block, but it really doesn't. It actually gives you a more the um, amount of... We're going to have to stop. We have a delivery coming in from the UPS man. 
Hopefully some good stuff. Quilts, maybe? Quilts. <laughs> some of Judy's. Judy has a, a ton of um, wonderful quilts hanging up in the retreat center, too. And um, if you just, I should mention here, too, that um, if you want to see uh, a lot of Judy's work, you can visit her on her Facebook page. It's Quilt Works with an, an X at the end, or quiltworks.com. Q-U-I-L-T-W-O-R-X.com and you can see all her current patterns that she has out and um, and, and that sh you'll probably see within the next month or two some new patterns as well, correct? Yes, we have new patterns coming out. Our company has published over 90 patterns. Um, we keep publishing and our older patterns are slowly being sold out and discontinued. Um, we discontinue them because we are trying to update the process of all of the techniques that we teach. Um, a lot of our patterns include several techniques. The paper piecing that we do is all done with um, chain piecing. And so when I teach a class, basically what I'm teaching is stacking techniques, chain piecing techniques, I teach traditional piecing techniques, um, uh, how to do Y-seams, we teach curve piecing, um, some of the things we teach when we're doing paper piecing are circling geese uh, units, we teach a lot of New York beauty units, we teach how to do Lone Star quilts using strip piecing rather than individual diamonds. We teach how to do the wedding ring quilts using strips of fabric. Um, we also design a cutting technique called using template layout sheets. And template layout sheets are what we've done is we've taken all of the sections that are in a foundation unit. We explode all those sections so that in the block so that they're set apart from each other. We add, we have a formula for adding our seam allowances and the excess that you need for foundation paper piecing. Then we put all of that back together into a group and we call that a template layout sheet. So then what we do is you instead of cutting all the individual pieces out for our patterns you can actually cut like if you're thinking of a block if you have to make 24 blocks of one unit, then all you have to do is put 24 pieces of fabric under that template layout sheet, and then you slice through the layout sheet for each section. And then you can take a four-hour um, job of cutting out the pieces for 24 blocks and turn it into a five-minute process. Right. Yeah, and I can attest it, it's a it's a great it's a great method for doing it, and you you and they're all on the straight of the grain too. They are. They're so. all on the straight of the grain. You don't have to worry about like if it's a striped fabric, all your stripes will come out going in the same direction. Um, there's a lot of benefits. It's kind of a mathematical way of looking at it, but it's very simple. And it really, once you understand the process of using a template layout sheet, you're no longer afraid of anything that we do because you right. know that it's going to stack up and cut out very easily. Right. right. And I, I think a lot of people, I, I, I think you're very thorough in your instructions and I think that um, plus the fact in all your patterns too a lot of people who do paper piecing they usually have to if they find a pattern they have to reproduce the patterns themselves and you put all those sheets right in your pattern so there's no pr reproduction 
nobody has to go to a copy center or whatever to reproduce those patterns. So they're always accurate. They're always going to be the, the right size that you need. Um, that is true. Yeah. We furnish all the foundation papers. We don't, that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand about foundation paper piecing is that when you do photocopy things, you have to deal with the fact that your pieces are going to be somewhat distorted. And so when you're working with a real large piece, the larger the pattern, the more distortion you're going to get. The chances of that piece, all those blocks coming back together equally is about 95% versus when you actually use printed um, foundation paper that's been done on a printing press, you're going to have, your accuracy is going to be up around 99%. Right. Um, it's just a lot better processed to work with. We also, because we design on AutoCAD, there again, we don't have to worry about inaccuracies because AutoCAD is an engineering program that makes everything everything fits back together. Where when you're working with a program like Illustrator, you have to draw the individual units and then put them back together and you have to measure everything. So it's two different ways to approach something and mathematically your AutoCAD program is going to out create your Illustrator program thousand to one. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just a much better design program to work with. And you never have to worry about something not fitting and not coming back it's, together. And it's, it's so true because if, when, if you've ever done one of Judy's patterns or you're ever interested in doing one of them, when, when you're done with a unit, you know, um, and you, you go to fit it to the other unit, it fits absolutely perfect. Everything lays flat when you've got that quilt top done. Um, and there's really no guesswork in that you you don't leave the get any guesswork because it's all going to be we take all the work out you of do it. <laughs> you do you that's, do that's what my goal is is i like to reproduce something that you can make yeah yeah and it's not about an individual design i am into reproduction and the more people that make my patterns the happier I am. Yeah. And, and they're people, all beautiful patterns. They always come out looking fabulous. They do. And if you, one of the things that I like is a lot of people, um, you know, when they see, see the pattern, um, you know, they see the, what the cover of the pattern and they say, well, you know, I, I'm, I want to make it in a different color, but I don't know how. One of the things that you've set up within the past year and a half or so was the Facebook page. Yes. And the nice thing about that is you can go, anybody can go on there and see this host of photos that you have. You have like yes. a ton of photos of your customers making your quilts in other colorways. Right. So people Chidel can get... said that there's over a thousand pictures out on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Since I don't do Facebook myself, <laughs> I haven't found all of them. But every every once in a while I go out there and I keep finding new ones. Like, oh, well, I didn't see that one. And then I notice it. Well, that was posted a year and a half ago. Right, so, right. And there's um, some really nice versions. There really is. Um, it's really fun to see what other people do with our patterns. Um, the colorways are awesome. Mm -hmm. And once they get used to the process they get addicted to them it's because true. they can make them up the way they want they can make more than one by simply getting a hold of us um, we do sell extra foundation pack uh, patterns for everything um, and so 
it's really a nice way for people to see there are a lot of people that make our stuff. Yes, there is. And yeah. I tell, I'll tell you, um, you know, mo- all, most of your patterns, the cover sheets, are usually out of boutiques. Not not all of them. There was a few that weren't. But um, a lot of people um, are wondering, you know, how how do you make it out of printed fabric? And there, oh, are, yeah. I mean, for me, for instance, I I've I've you know yeah. the one that I just made out of your new one of your newer patterns, mm-hmm. Golden Harvest. I did all out of key facet fabrics, mm-hmm. and it turned out. I I mean, I personally, I love <laughs> I love it, but yeah. And the other fabrics do work fantastic. If you go out and look at um, one of our certified shops, um, it's called Tennessee Quilts. She makes just about everything out of capes. Mm-hmm. And they make, our patterns make beautiful quilts. Yeah, and, and, and you you have one, I think. Um, I can't remember the name of it, the pattern. But it... Um, all out of Asian fabrics. Yes, which we pattern, have which our pattern Japanese fan. Japanese fan, and you, yeah. the cover, the cover yes. one is a picture of it with made out of Asian that's prints, Asian. correct? Yes. Right. Yeah. So yeah, and that one's a pretty one. One of the ones that's on my to do list is the um, Bally Wedding the Star. Bally wedding but star. I'm going to do it all out of 1930s repros. Okay. Because I think a wedding ring, you know, I look, I look at it and I think of, you know, I think of my grandmother. If you, you do know. it out of the 1930s repros. In the in the pattern, it tells you to cut all of your strips at um, they're forty two inch wide strips, mm-hmm. and then you have to cut them in half at twenty one inches. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would do if I was doing the nineteen thirties repo is I would actually cut my strips into four lengths. Oh, and then you get more of a mix of your oh, colors okay. of all of those colors, and so you're going to be chaining them in steps. That's of a four great. Instead that's a great of sets tip. Of eights. Yeah. And you just keep mixing your okay. colors as you go because okay. you're not trying to shade anything when you're doing the 1930s. All your fabrics are the same value. And, and in that pattern, too, it doesn't show it on the cover, but in inside the pattern, um, it shows the flying uh, flying geese option, uh, border, yes. border, which is the border that I'll probably end up yeah. doing. So you don't have to do a curved border if right. people are afraid. You know, they see the pattern, they're afraid, oh, I've never done a curved binding. Right. And they don't want to do curve. There's an option on the inside for putting flying geese around there, it. And... Yeah, there is. There's two ways to look at that. When you're working with the wedding ring, the curved edges gives you more of a traditional look of a wedding ring. It's very nice looking. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But when you do a king size double wedding ring or the valley wedding star, whatever you want to call that quilt, um, you're looking at about three times the number of arcs to make in order to get that up to that size. Where if you square up those quilts and add those borders around them, you basically cut your work in half. Right. And so, and they're very attractive, and they do hang very nicely on a bed with the the flying geese borders around yeah. it. Yeah, it looks it so. looks really nice. So. Yeah. But but um, Judy not only obviously makes patterns, but she also has um, instituted in the past couple of years some new programs too. She has she met, she briefly mentioned she has certified shops. Can you yes. explain what a certified shop is? Well, a certified shop is um, basically what we did is when we opened up our retreat center, we wanted to start doing some promotional work with shop owners and 
So what we did is we started a Technique of the Month program. And if you want to be part of the Technique of the Month program, then you have to come up and spend a week at our retreat center and work with me on building that quilt. Um, once they go through the certification program and they come in and spend a week at our retreat center, then they become a, what we call a certified shop. And then they have the right to sell the Technique of the Month. And you can only get that You can You certain. can get the Technique of the Month two ways. One way is if you're not a certified shop, you can bring in what we call a certified instructor. So that's your second program. That's our second program. And the certified instructor program was set up strictly to take the pressure of teaching off of me. Um, I was teaching about 120 to 130 days a year. I'm gone all the time. And when we opened the retreat center, we knew that that was going to limit the number of days I could be on the road. Um, what I wanted to do is duplicate what I do. So I have a lot of women who have taken a lot of classes from me. They're very good at what I do. They're very they're excellent instructors. And so we started opening up the program so that they can teach my stuff. And so they come in, and they have oh, there's there are requirements that they have to, things they have to accomplish, and then we put them on the road, and they start teaching the same techniques as I teach. Um, we went from last year when we started the program, we went from me being the only teacher to having over 250 classes going around the United States, and so it's been a, a huge impact on our um, business all of a sudden, there's people that are taking classes that have never had the opportunity to take classes. And we've tried to keep the instructors in different regions around the United States. We don't want 10 instructors in the Northwest. We want instructors so that everybody has access to them. We have three instructors up in Canada. And in our future, we're hoping to pull in three or four instructors down in the Austra uh, Australia. And so within the next two years, we should have about 35 to 30, maybe 38 instructors out there that will teach the same program that I teach. Mm -hmm. um, these certified instructors can bring the technique of the month into a shop and present the program. It is a... Uh, six-part program and so and you have to make a commitment to bring them in but um, the training that they've been giving women has opened the door to a whole world of paper piecing out there that yeah it wasn't accessible before yeah. because I'm the only one out there teaching. right yeah and, I mean you're you're I mean if you end up with that many certified teachers you're essentially going to be almost tripling Right. the amount of classes that you you can offer throughout the country and wherever. Yeah, and, and one of the things that people have to realize, too, is there are still a lot of people out there that teach our stuff. The difference between bringing in a certified instructor and having somebody teach it that's just teaching it in a shop setting is the training that goes behind our mm -hmm. certified instructors. They've been trained and to teach the things that I teach, where if you're just taking a, a class from somebody that's teaching it out of a shop, they're going to teach it the way they've 
would normally teach. They're going to show you different ways to approach stuff. And it was really important for me to be able to train people to read our instructions and and know how to set up template layout sheets. When you walk out in one of those classes with our certified instructors, they help you with colors and they teach you how to work with our patterns. Mm -hmm. And that's something you don't normally get when you take a class from somebody else because they, we make sure they have the materials that they need to bring the program to you guys. Right. Right, and they can find, um, if people are looking for a class by a certified instructor, they can find that on your website, correct? They, if they yes, click they on can. certified yes. instructors or classes available or yes. something and, of that nature. And we support our certified instructors. If you have problems with a certified instructor, you don't understand something, they can get on the phone and call us during class, and we will answer questions for them. And this is something they do have is the ability to contact us and we are part of what they're teaching so they you you really the support is there yeah the support is behind them you really are getting basically the same thing as you would get if you were to bring me in as an instructor um a lot of our certified instructors are they're a lot it's about half the cost to bring them in versus bringing me in um, and I will tell you honestly that there's several of our certified instructors that are better instructors than me. They're very good at holding classes. They're very good at writing notes. Um, they give you handouts. They present the programs much better than I do. And so I really <laughs> like them. Well, I can, I can say having taken classes with you, um, it, the, the way that you teach, and I'm sure that the way that the certified instructors teach, if you if you don't understand what you're doing when you walk out of that class, you you, you really teach a teach the whole process in in a way that is understandable um, to anybody walking in the class. I think um, so. I think that if you have an opportunity to take take a class with a certified instructor or uh, go into a certified shop and and take a class there or purchase the technique of the month, they should definitely go ahead and do that. They um, should. But the, one of the, one of the third things you do though, and we've touched on it throughout this podcast is the retreats. And oh. can you tell a little bit about like when the retreats run and how people can, you know, what you do at the retreat and how they can find out about them and how they can register for them. Okay. My daughter bought a house. It's a very nice house. It looks over, overlooks Flathead Lake. I can attest it's absolutely gorgeous because yeah. I'm staying there. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, we went out. We bought really nice, comfortable beds. They're all memory foam beds. So if you sleep on them for five nights, you don't go home having to go back to a chiropractor. I've slept so, very well the past yes. two nights, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> she decorated her house with all of our quilts. So you actually sleep underneath our quilts at the same time. Um, we, we started the, we started talking about doing retreats because we knew at some point that, um, I would have to slow down on the amount of traveling I did. Um, I wanted to be able to start doing more promotional work, going to other countries, training other shop owners and getting set up to where we could start doing a lot of training. And the retreat brought this, made this, um, 
so that we could do that. So now we can offer the training for our certified instructors and we can offer training for shop owners as well. But we also have those other weeks that we just offer um, open retreats for people that have wanted to come to Montana, people that want to take classes from me, people that are just looking to get away and find something fun to do. Um, it's a very nice setting. It is kind of an upper um, level retreat center. You're not going to, you're not going to sleep on the floor. Um, everything's very clean, very nice. Very. And um, so you're going to pay a little more for it than what you would pay if you were going to stay at a church camp. Mm -hmm. um, you're also going to have to fly into Montana. One of the things that when, when you come in as a student, you can actually work on any one of the patterns that we have offered. I spend between 8 to 10 hours a day at the retreat center with the students. Um, we provide three meals a day. Um, those meals are all catered from our local catering, from local catering companies. Um, so just to put it uh, politely, I don't cook. <laughs> um, we have girls that take care of everything there while you're there. They um, wash your bedding, and so you don't have to use the same towel all week long, which is kind of nice. Um but in the classroom, we have design walls so that you can actually put all your work up on the the wall. And it's wall-to-wall um, -wall it design is. walls, too. You can stay up all night and sew, and you can go to bed if you want. It's the way that it's, the house was built. It's very isolated where the classroom is. You really don't hear what's going on in the rest of the house once you close the door. So if you have people that stay up all night, it's very easy. You don't everybody gets to sleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's one thing that's really nice about it. Um, it is. Judell has lots of pictures out on Facebook. and um, It's got some beautiful ones at the, yeah. at the retreat center. And we only take 10 people. We can house 10 people at the retreat center. So the classes are small. You're not in competition with 20 people trying to get your projects done. And most of the time, by the time I walk out the door, I have everybody lined out with more than they'll get done over at night. Mm -hmm. um, so and it's really nice for me to be able to work one-on-one -on -one with my students. And they can, um, they can. Re uh, how far out are you booking now for the retreats? How, um, what do you have up on the website? We actually are booked out. We have everything booked for next year. We do have a waiting list for 2012. Um, we also do what we call private retreats, so an a, a group can uh, women can get together and hold a space. And if you want to do a private retreat, you basically have to book it out two years in advance mm -hmm. because right now Judell is starting to set up the private retreats for 2013. Okay. And um, so she'll probably get the new schedules out sometime around the 1st of January for 2013. And do you have, do you have schedules out for the regular retreats yet for 2013? No, we haven't put that out. Okay. okay. So we're still trying to get it all worked in around the certifications for the teachers yeah. and so that's all, but like that. all that information is available on the website at yes. quiltworks.com. So if anybody's interested in even finding yes. out how much 
the cost or when they run? They are they from June? They're from June till most of our retreats run from June till September. On occasion, she'll actually throw in a retreat at a different time if she like we're doing a retreat next year in March for some ladies up in Canada. So mm-hmm. we will make that available mm-hmm. for them. Okay. Um, so on occasion we can do that. We prefer to do everything in the summer. Right. And, and it's a beautiful time to visit here. I mean, well, except is. for right now, we're looking, <laughs> we're looking out the door and it's pouring outside. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, everybody but, needs rain. Yeah. It, but I have to say that this is, this is my second time here in Montana. I came here years ago and it is truly a beautiful place to visit. We went up to my, my friend and I who are here for the retreat, we went up to Glacier National Park yesterday because it was the last day the road was going to be open. And so there are things to do and things to see yes. um, here. So if you do come earlier, you can. Yeah. And we and do have access the way our retreats are set up. We try to make it so that if a person has to come in a day early or they want to leave a couple days late, um, we have it set up to where you can spend a couple days touring the area and you can just stay right at the retreat and continue to sew at night. Um, That works out very well most of the time for everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, We aren't there to take care of you when you're there. (laughs) You know, you're basically just sleeping there. And um, so it makes it so people can actually go and see different things. And we have Glacier National Park. We have Flathead Lake up in our area. Gorgeous place. um, Whitefish Lake. You can also go up to Big Mountain. Um, There's actually some beautiful drives up in this area. Yeah. It's a pretty area. Very, very pretty. Yes. Um, One of the things before we finish up here I wanted to um, say is that Judy is being kind enough to do a little giveaway, which is going to be on my blog. We'll be doing the giveaway of one of her patterns. Can you can you tell them which pattern it is and one of the reasons why we picked this pattern to give away? Um, we're actually going to give away a pattern called Three Ducks in a Row. And the reason we're going to use that pattern is because it's a very simple pattern. Um, it was designed for someone to teach in a shop setting or in a one-day workshop. Um, it teaches... A lot of the processes that we teach in our um, three-day workshop, simply in one block, um, all of the geese have floating points. It was designed with template layout sheets. It includes a, the stacking process where you're actually pairing up your fabrics and then you do your chain piecing with it. So it's just a real simple cl- um, block that was designed to teach kind of open the door to what we teach us and it, through and our company. it's also a fat quarter quilt, too, because it you, can't, yes. you, you, you can give use yardages. I think yes. you give yardages as fat quarters, correct? I believe it is yeah. all fat quarters yeah. so, or 10-inch squares. Yeah. But basically what you're doing is you're cutting 10-inch squares out of your fat, fat quarters. But, but it's, so it's a fairly easy one for people to pull right from their stash yes. um, if they want to make something up relatively quickly. Right. And they can make it in any size. I'm going to be making that in a king size because I want to make something quick for my yes. bed. And, and, uh, and that's what it is. It's a very fast quilt to make. Um, and it doesn't matter what colors you use. All you're working with is light and dark that right. I use throughout the quilt. Right. So it's a very good one to if somebody wants to test the waters on, you know, their their color sense or they're not sure, yeah. you know, this is a great one 
to to kind of play with colors. Yes, it is. Because they just need lights and darks. That's right. So that's great. Thank you for doing that. And and anybody who wants to enter the giveaway, you got to go to my blog, cvquiltworks.blogspot.com, and you'll find out how to enter there. You'll probably have to leave a comment to to enter for the giveaway. And we'll have a picture of the quilt and some examples of uh, what it looks like. And you can actually see it on uh, Judy's website as well. That's um, one thing we mm -hmm. didn't mention is mm -hmm. if they're interested in the retreat or any of the information, mm -hmm. we do have a newsletter. Oh, and that's that, right. And that newsletter, mm -hmm. they can join the, uh, sign up for the newsletter on our website. Okay, yeah, definitely. And then they, then they know what's going on. Yeah, and, and right now... I get your newsletter, and I know that you formatted it differently. You've now, you now send out, is it three three different? We send out customer I'm photos. Really is it, it's sure. like a gallery. One of them highlights yeah. customer yeah. Um, there's, quilts. There's one that's designed to show winning quilts that customers have made. There's one that kind of um, advertises our certified shops. There's one that advertises certified instructors. And then there's one that's set up basically um, to let you know what's going on within mm -hmm. our company. Mm -hmm. so. it's, a, it's a good way if you, if you really want to know more about Judy's business and her patterns and stuff. It's a great way to find out uh, yeah. what's going on, uh, keeping up to date, really. Yes. So um, just one more thing, and then I'm going to let you go. <laughs> can, you just, can you just tell them? You you have really you know grown your business over the years, um, and you have a lot of people working behind you that support your business. How many people do you have working for you? And I know a lot of them are family members as well. Yeah. Well, there's myself. My husband Dell does all of our computer technical stuff, and then we have my son Billy, who is actually the the backbone to our website. Um, my daughter, Judell takes care of all of my contracts and, um, the retreat center. And we have Bradley, who is also my son, and he's the one that does all the, the design work on AutoCAD for us. And then we have Cindy McCracken, who is the one that you will probably answer the phone when you call our office. And she runs our office. She's more like our manager. She takes care of all the problems that we have. And then we have Carolyn Krups, who is our uh, graphic artist. And she just sits there and says, yes, go to Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have Becky, who does a lot of our packaging upstairs and helps us put things together for our retreats. We have Carrie, who runs our, um, she's actually the one that puts out the newsletters, um, sets up all the stuff on Facebook, um, builds and writes things to send out contracts to keep in touch with the shops. And she works mostly through Judell. And she also works at the retreat center and serves everybody at the retreat center and cleans the retreat center. And then we have Shyla, who actually um, also cleans at the retreat center. She serves at the retreat center, and she buys all the groceries for the retreat center. And um, I think that's pretty much everybody that works. So you've in got that a great company. support system. Well, oh, we here. have Caleb too. Caleb actually is Cindy's son, and we keep him busy mowing 
our weeds <laughs> and the grass at the quilt or at the retreat center. Uh, there's no, I, don't, I haven't seen packaging. any weeds there, by the way. No, there's but no there's weeds, weeds at the shop. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, that's that's who we have. You've got a great course. group of people that keep your keep your business running squeaky clean. Yes, so they do. <laughs> they do very well. Well, I appreciate you sitting down with me today and um, doing this interview. I know you were slightly nervous about it or anxious, <laughs> I could say. But I think that my listeners will agree that after listening to you today, they're probably going to go out there, check out all your patterns, and um, you know, hopefully you'll get a few new customers and new fans of your patterns because they're, fa they're fabulous to put together. Make a, make a nice award-winning pull. By the way, you're going to Australia, right? So for my Austra Australia listeners. Yes, we're going to be in Australia in 2012 and 2013. Do you know the dates? I don't know the exact dates. I don't even know exactly where I'll be teaching, but I will be teaching a lot. So and this is so more of a reason why they should sign up for your newsletter because if, if I have some listeners in Australia who would like to see you, you probably... Put out something in the newsletter saying when you'll be there. Right. When we get everything set up. We're actually going down kind of to do a promotional thing through one of the distributors. And we will be doing teaching in um, shops all throughout Australia, not just in one area. And then we're going to do two of their... Um, we're also going to offer some shop uh, training programs down there. And um, so... We're just hoping hoping that we can bring to Australia what we do here in the States. Great. That's fabulous. So the, so they'll have the chance to actually take a class from you. Yes. If they can't there afford to come if they can't afford to come here, yeah. They can do it there. Yeah. Because so. I will probably be teaching somewhere around fifteen workshops down in that Excellent. area throughout the different areas in Australia. Excellent. Great. So keep an eye out for Judy. You know, check her website often and sign up for her newsletter so that you know where she's going to be or where one of her certified instructors are going to be. And again, thanks, Judy. Appreciate it. And until next time, happy quilting.